Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hill Cities Podcast. I'm George Bacalow, your host, and I'm here with Jeff Hagan, director and founder of Hill Cities Ministries and producer of the Hill Cities Podcast. Jeff, how are you today? I'm fine, George. How about you? I'm excited to be uh, here with you and to have this time to um, go over God's Word, to dig dig deeper in God's Word and, and to search God's Word for, for the wealth that, that it has and the hope that it has and specifically about to hear from you and how God has been leading you. Um, this month we're going to talk about identity and um, I was just wondering uh, what, what inspired you to, to write on identity? Well, that's a good question, George. I um, have been writing lessons for the men's groups that I lead in the book of Romans. And in Romans chapter 1, Paul shines some light into how he first discovered his identity because of understanding the identity of Jesus Christ. And he reveals the identity of the Romans that he's writing to, all in the very beginning of the book of Romans. And so what struck me is, is when Jesus Christ reveals himself to us, we discover our identity and we begin to discern the true identity of those around us. You have a beautiful quote here from uh, Rolf Ellison, uh, author of The Invisible Man. When I discover who I am, I'll be free. Tell us a little bit more about that. How does this speak to you? You know, it, it, I, that's a good question, too. And, um, you know, the, the word, the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And so the question is, is what is the truth of who you really are? And it's not necessarily readily apparent because I believe in many ways as a Christian, we're discovering our true identity as a process of, as, as Jesus reveals himself to us, he starts revealing who we are as well. There's a movie that many people have seen called The Matrix. And in there, Neo... Are you a fan of The Matrix? Oh, yeah. Have you uh, seen all three of them? I have seen all three of them. All right. <laughs> and uh, it was, what's interesting is the people who wrote this, if I remember right, it was the Wachowski brothers. Yeah, and these, they got messed up. <laughs> they, these two Jewish brothers were steeped in... Are old, they sisters now? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. That's a whole different story. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> but they, they were steeped in Old Testament apocalyptic literature like Daniel and uh, Ezekiel, but they also were very engaged with Japanese animation. And so they bring truths from the Bible in the Old Testament with, uh, you know, the Japanese animation. And so Neil was made an offer by Morpheus, if you remember, right? right? He holds out his hand and he says, you know, there's a red pill and a blue pill. Yeah. And the red pill, you can go back and you know, live out a, a false self, a false life, uh, because you don't know the truth. But I can offer you the truth if you take the blue pill. Hmm. Isn't that the other way around? Like the, the, the blue pill basically ends up being the old life, and the red pill is the opening of the eyes. Well, let's just say the, he chose the right one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and right. when he went in, he found himself in a pod of water, and he's, right. he essentially is connected to a large battery. Yeah. And so he's, they're generating energy from the human beings 
uh, and running the world of the Matrix. I remember you know, that. based on yeah. that. And so, so what was interesting is Neo began to understand who he was and what reality was about, and it was in another dimension, and it was more real. And so there's a lot of interesting parallels to the scriptures where we, as we seek God and he reveals himself to us, we begin to understand that there's another dimension and we are spiritual beings as well as material. So he's, he's calling us to learn how to operate from the world of the spirit. You know, one thing I'd like to uh, touch on here a little, little bit with you is um, in this post and in this um, segment, we're talking about identity and how it relates to men. And we see so many issues with identity, men's identity today and, and you know, the whole sexual revolution and how all of a sudden now we're seeing such tremendous confusion, you know, and, you know, as far as the masculinity part of, of men. And so we're looking at a long period of time. Identity doesn't get, I mean, you watch a movie and it lasts for an hour and a half or two hours and you watch the transformation and, you know, a story being told. But the reality is the change, the identity of someone is being shaped over a long period of time. So it's, it ends up being the things you do over and over again, the things you observe, the things that you are coached in, or these are the kind of things over a long period of time that ends up being shaping you who you are. In your work with men, what, do you see struggle in that, in that change of like, I'm just a guy to now I know the Lord and, and, and I'm, I'm, reaching for, I'm reaching out to him for a new identity in him? Yeah, I, I really think, George, that, you know, men are on a spectrum when it comes to understanding their identity. And, you know, there's this the verse that calls Satan the accuser of the brethren who accuses us before our God day and night. And what I've found is that there is like a wrestling match that Satan wants to pin a man to the mat and keep him from getting up and really discovering who he is and his vocation, you know, his call in life. And I remember just recently talking to a man who said, you know, I just don't believe that God is ever going to bless me. And, you know, it's a false belief that's built as like a stronghold that, that, it's, that hinders these, these men from truly believing that God has a, a plan and that he wants the very best for them. And on the other hand is, I think there's something about desire that's wrapped up in understanding who you are because, you know, there's a verse that says, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and violent men take it by force. And I really believe it has to do with a violent desire to pursue truth. Okay, so the word violence here is used as a um, hyperbole in a sense that it's very intense, very right. focused, very, very intentional. Um, yeah. Do you see this in men today? Do you see this hunger to, to embrace that identity in, in the Lord? Do you see that happening? Do you, I mean, I, Hill Cities is, has worked for years with men, um, and it's deeper than just Bible study. You're bringing here truth that has percolated in your spirit that has been in you for, for decades. Where do you see men today struggle in this, in this search for a new identity? That's a big question. Um, that you know the the idea that uh, there is, a man is a deep well, and uh, to be able to to come out of the darkness 
and into the light requires a willingness to let go of, let's call it idolatrous relationships uh, that hinder us from becoming the spiritual people we are called to be. And so, so in my own life, you know, I believe that God worked on me over a period of 15 years in a particular time to hammer the idolatry of mammon. And I had accumulated a fair amount of resources and I was getting my identity from and feeling secure from what I called winning the game. And, um, you know, God told me he was taking me through a period of discipline when pain started coming into my life. I had to submit to the process and I had to trust him to take me through this. But George, what I have found on the other end is that, that, that idolatry hinders the inner eye and the spirit from perceiving God and to be able to hear the, the God's voice. And so I was blocked in my ability to communicate truth with men and to receive it until he dealt with that. And so I find the same with a lot of men. They struggle with letting go and letting God, that, that core element and willingness to accept the cross and then to desire the truth, a, a violent desire that will, an intense desire that overcomes the negative inertia that keeps men tied to the mat. And um, I see also um, here in this post, you were talking about Paul quite a bit. And Paul's identity, from following and being very zealous over a religious tradition, all of a sudden his identity is changed by an encounter, as you write here, Paul's identity was changed dramatically by his encounter with Christ Messiah. So, um, how much encounter? How much are we encountering the Lord today? Do you do you think that we are encouraged enough, or do we experience that encounter with the living Christ today? So, our to answer that. Our purpose, our mission statement in Hill Cities is serving men to go deeper with God and each other to fulfill the destiny of their lives, which means to discover their identity, to understand uh, that life is to be integrated with who God is. It's to be part of a larger fellowship with other believers where God reveals himself and speaks to us. And so... So we, we, our market is looking for men who want more of God, who want to go deeper. And we understand that it's not the majority of Christians because there's a lot of Christians that just plain are satisfied with life on a certain level. But I believe God has to give men a desire to go deeper and they have to cultivate it. So their, their will has to be engaged in the process. In many ways, I believe it's like a, a love relationship. God has called us into a love relationship. If we're not willing to meet with God and pursue Him, He waits for us to do that. So, so it requires our, our engagement with Him. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk a little bit about the three big questions that you bring up here. Um, tell us a little bit more. Do you think this is something that we tend to ignore? It's why do we not talk about this? Why are these identity questions, who are you, 
why are you here and where are you going? What makes it so hard for men to ask themselves to make this self-assessment periodically? And how does Hill Cities help that process of self-assessment and, and searching? Well, in some ways, I think that you, you mentioned this at the beginning, that the Apostle Paul believed that he, he was zealous for the traditions of Israel and for you know the, his ancestors and all of his heritage. He believed he was serving God on his road to Damascus, you know, hauling Christians back to stand trial. And when he had that encounter with Jesus Christ, the light shone into his life and it was revealed to him because of understanding Jesus' identity, over time he started realizing that he had a call and that Jesus was really the fulfillment of everything that he had hoped for, you know, from Israel and the covenants that God promised. And so, you know, it's, it is interesting that Paul needed to be intervened on like, you know, like Neo did by the Matrix. And so I think there's a lot of parallels that we need God's grace to shine into us so that we can discover who he is first who we are in light of understanding who Jesus is and that we're part of something larger than ourselves. Thanks, Jeff. This has been very uh, enriching and inspiring. And we want to also encourage all of you to share the blogs. Um, if you're getting um, uh, mails from, from our newsletter, if you're not, you can visit the website hillcities.org and subscribe and also to uh, just get uh, some feedback our way um, just let us know how are these podcasts serving you how are they helping you i was listening to just to check how things are going uh, on a uh, in the car the other day and it was just really cool to be able to be in the car and just plug in the ipod and or the iphone and and be able to listen to this so we, we just want to encourage you if you're getting these podcasts if you're getting the um, and we know some of you are. We can see that people are downloading the different episodes now. So let us know how this is resonating. Let us know what ideas you might have to, to make these podcasts better. And also check out hillcities.org for ways to connect with us here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, Jeff. Any closing words for today's podcast? Well, George, thank you. And I'm just reminded as a scripture where in Colossians 3.1, it says, Since you've been raised with Christ... Set your minds on the things above and be seeking the things at the right hand where Christ is. For you have died and your life has been hidden with Christ in God. And so there's another reminder that our identity has been dra dramatically changed in Christ and that we are to seek it. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. And thanks to all of you who are supporting Hill Cities. We look forward to hearing from you until next month.